Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is our Friday, your Thursday, and it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's right. My name is Wayne Dupree. Let me introduce Mr. J.R. Robinson. What's up, Jay? Hey, hey, hey. Top of the afternoon, Wayne. How the heck's it going? All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting here on the Red Voice Media Network. You've been over there. You checked them out. What do you think? Yeah, you know, here's the thing. couple things. One... Make sure anybody tuning in, you'd like, comment, share the show. It helps us beat the big tech algorithm. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is we always talk about supporting companies and organizations that support your values, right? We all know we can't watch a mainstream media, whether it's Fox News or whether it's CNN. Like, mm -hmm. they just load you up with a bunch of hooey. And I got to say, Red Voice Media, they're a great thing. to. I turn them on in the background starting with Drew's show in the morning and just let it kind of go through the day. You get you get interesting thinkers who mm -hmm. break down interesting stories that you may or may not see in the mainstream media, and I'd like to see that we're included in that. And uh, they're really doing great work. And, you know, if you're saying like, hey, I used to throw on Fox News all day and kind of let it go in the background while I did stuff, Red Voice Media is your answer. Go over to redvoicemedia.com, use promo code Wayne to get the premium content, too. There's some spicy stuff behind the paywall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, the one of the one of the benefits from being on at noon is that uh, uh, we're, we're always around things that are going on immediately, what's happening. And the Supreme Court uh, just came down with a decision about affirmative action. <laughs> Uh, many people have their, um, let's see, many people have their, uh, let's see, <laughs> their, um, how do you call it? Their definition or how they feel about it. Uh, you know, people I, feel uh, very passionately about it. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, a, a lot, a lot passionately. So, um, you know, it is, it, it is what it is. Uh, <sighs> Let me. What do you? What do you what's it? your take on it, Wayne? Well, I mean, I, I mean, my take, my take is I've never believed really in uh, 
affirmative action, even though, even though, see what many people don't understand. I came, I came from a line where my father was big in the civil rights movement. As a matter of fact, he was part of it. I mean, he he um he he held uh what's it uh meetings in his church. Really, with with all the pastors. Uh, my my mom said that there were times that the National Guard was outside of um, the house because uh, <laughs> she said he couldn't keep his mouth shut. So. I know the equality that he was looking for and the equality that he wanted. Growing up that way and seeing what he meant, I don't think he knew that Harvard and North Carolina were going to go to the extreme. And that's basically what this case is based on, is North Carolina and Harvard. Asian Americans uh, brought forth a case about it. And uh, you know, us as conservatives, we've been slamming Harvard for a long time. Man, y'all just let anybody get in there, you know. Kind of, I mean, instead of the curve, they just bend, they just right. bend everything. So, but I do have a way about this because, again, I don't believe in affirmative action, but I also believe in fairness. You know, you talk about fairness all the time. All right, I do believe in, I do believe in fairness. And there are a lot of kids that grew up just like you. Yep. That um, have the edu- have the education in high school and whatever secondary school to get into a college, but they won't be able to get into a college though. You would you would want it though. You you want that, but. Did you go to college? Well, I, I, affirmative action was in place. Um, see, see, uh, no, no, you know what? I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, there are kids out there that deserve a chance that don't come from uh, 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 families that are well to do that have their father's name on the West Wing or the or the uh, the hospital wing of the university and stuff, and they won't be able to get in. Yep. They won't be able to get in. Now, I, I'm not saying use affirmative action for it, but there's got to be some sort, you know, I you know, I tweeted before the show. I was like, okay, well, fine. Get rid of affirmative action, but also get rid of legacy emissions too. Get rid of all of it. Put everything on the table. See Put everything on the table, you know? That's me. I have an interesting perspective on that because most people don't know the largest percentage of my ethnic background is Native American, American Indian. And my grandparents left the reservation because they felt the Native Americans were being taught to become servants of the government. They were mm. they were existing on government handouts and they were very against that. And I shared the story yesterday of when I brought home government cheese from the neighbors and my dad's like, mm-hmm. take that shit back. Like we don't mm-hmm. take handouts from the government. We gave to our church. We supported, supported local charities. We shopped at the Goodwill, but my parents wouldn't do that. And so I actually had enough native American blood in me to 
qualify for Native American stuff when I applied for college, but I, I applied as a Caucasian and I got through on my merits. My dad taught me to work hard, go to school. I went to a small farm school, man. Right, like it right. was not a huge school. And I actually had high enough test scores to get into any college I wanted. Um, and I actually went to a local community college for my two-year degree because that was what I could afford and without going in debt. Cause if you identified as white, um, like you didn't qualify for anything back in, I mean, even in the early nineties when I was going to college. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was, uh, I would joke like we need the United white guy college fund because if you're a poor white dude, like you have nothing. And I think if we looked at affirmative action instead of race-based, but socioeconomic based, I think you could have something there. I think you could say, hey, if you're going to look at family income, if you're going to look at like where you grew up, was it a finance or a, a economically depressed area? And mm-hmm. that became the criteria instead of race. I think you could build something off that. But inherently, if you're going to build any policy that's going to be functional around race, mm-hmm. it's just going to fail eventually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, it's a, it's a bad thing, and and that's why, and that's why I don't believe in affirmative action because people people always be like, did you get in because they let you in, or did you get in uh, on your skin color? And if you're a proud person, you know how you, you know how we talk about um, food stamps. Right, and I've been on it. Well, I, I, yeah, my mom, we were on it growing up, but we weren't on it long. But I didn't feel the effects of being embarrassed about it. You know, well, actually, no, I did. But I, really I guess your parents it. went on food stamps with the "this is going to help us bridge the gap to get off of food stamps." Yeah, well, yeah, sort of. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Even though even though she didn't want to be on it. But yeah, she she you know, it's just one of those pride things, though. You know, it's like, man, we shouldn't be on this thing. You know, Um, this is not for me. This is for people that really need it. Right. Uh, You know what I'm saying? So, uh, again, I, I mean, the way the the way that the way that I look at this decision, I understand it. Uh, it it basically goes with how I think, but I just think about those that are going to be left out because Jay, I don't, I mean, just because they rule this, there's going to be some colleges that don't give a damn. All right. They're going to do it anyway. Yeah. They're just going to apply those principles different ways. And I mean, you see it even in law school, like a lot of the, I I forget the stat, but it was like six of the top 10 law schools in America were doing away with some of the standardized testing to allow people in law school because they were afraid that the standardized testing was racist. And it's like, boy, what's your gatekeeper to get people in law school? You know, like if it's not a standardized test like the LSAT or something like, "Ah, I don't know, like what you're using as a gatekeeper. So, well, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm the LSAT. Did you did you hear that they were um, creating another like, you know, you have your what's your test to get into college? 
Uh, there's the SAT and then the PSAT. SAT. Weren't they going to create another one? Yeah. I heard. Yeah, they were. A lot of these standardized tests, it's really pretty sad because the standardized tests, uh, people perform different, differently based on racial outlines, <laughs> but it's also correlates directly with how crappy their schools are. So if yeah. you have a large population of African-American communities with really bad public schools, they perform less effectively on, on those tests. So people, yeah. instead of people drawing the conclusion that like, let's fix these schools so the urban communities get better teaching they mm -hmm. say well let's throw out the tests which doesn't solve the problem hey hey, hey we got there. jim on today yeah we're gonna come back and talk about this a little bit later um because i mean but but it is one of those things order. mr jim parkman what's up buddy what's going on we're missing somebody somebody no, you with us no you there you you right in the middle <laughs> no, I know, but usually I'm at the bottom. We got the top three at the top, and we miss, I hope he's okay. All right, I yeah, hope he's vacation. Hutch, yeah, yeah, Hutch is building the compound, so if we yeah. need to flee from the government, we we yeah. have the place to go with the exactly. solar right. panels and just think Ruby Ridge. <laughs> It'll be fine for me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jim, ladies and gentlemen, we have Jim Park. This is our in-house. Uh, legal counsel. She, uh, he, he know he knows us. He has a great idea. He has over forty years, man, of of uh, legal expertise. And you know what? Too one thing I like about Jim. Well, there's like there's a lot of things I there's like. About, like, yeah. One of the main things I like about him is that he doesn't hold no punches. He 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 ain't gonna lie to you just to just to make your feelings um, feel good. No. He, he can tell you how it is because that's Jim. That's the only way that you can learn and be informed about what's going on. You have to know what you have in front of you to make an informed decision. Am I right? That is correct. You you have to have all the facts. You can't just take part of them or or rumors or whatever. You you've got to you've got to get into in a case. You've got to get in and look at everything. You un, uncover every you know. Pull up every stone. Look under there. Because you don't know what's going to happen in the future. That's the way life is. You don't know what's going to happen in the future to anybody. And But you don't know in court what's going to be important or what it. You think you do, and you try to center on that. But sometimes little things come up that make a world of difference, and you've got to be ready for that. You know, it's, it's interesting for those who don't follow Jim, which – you know, go on Netflix. Like, he's got, got some great cases. The thing I really love is that – not only does Jim, do you blend in the here's the legal analysis, but you talk about how public perception and how it impacts the jury, because I think you'll find in some of this stuff that like when we talk about the Jack Smith case, a lot of that, like their their legal standing seems to be getting shakier by the day, but their public opinion seems to be getting stronger by the day. You know, the sad thing about law, y'all were talking about law school and all the tests, you know, when, when Abraham Lincoln and I went to law school together, we, just, <laughs> we didn't have to take all those tests. And by, by the way, uh, he did graduate with more honors than I did. I was, <laughs> but, um, all right, man. you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> me too. I didn't expect that in Jim. I didn't expect that in Jim. Me too in law school is they don't give you classes. Uh, for example, like how to handle publicity. Uh, right. 
there are no classes on that. They, they don't come in and say, now, here's the best way to do it. Here's the, you know, here's what you need to look at. Here's what, they don't do all that stuff. And so a lot of what you're getting, you know, in life is just from experience and, and, and getting out there and learning from other people. You know, I think in every case, if it's a big case, you know, we hire people to handle public relations and, you know, they run by everything and we decide what we want to say and what we don't and how we want to handle it. But, you know, those are things that you're just not taught. And, you, you know, know. Uh, yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> some um, the um, affirmative action thing came down today. You know, what? honestly, I really didn't know. <laughs> I really didn't. But before I asked for you to yeah. join, I want to talk about the Jack Smith situation stuff. I didn't know that this was going to come down about the affirmative action thing. What's your take now? Well, you're, I, um, you're in I've Southern. So, I, you know, I've expected it. But mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen what they what the Supreme Court ruled on. If it's the Supreme Court doing it, yeah, it is. Yeah, they ruled yeah. six to three to throw out affirmative action in um, so, entrance uh, when you apply. Like you can't get points based on race, basically. Uh, yeah, that's been anticipated. I, I haven't seen the ruling, but it doesn't shock me. There's no shock here. Uh, I think everybody. I think everybody believed that that's what they were going to do with it. Now, whether it's a good thing or not, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know the answer to that one. I, I just don't know. I think, I do think that we've moved farther along in our society, especially in schools and people getting in school and, and how you in and stuff like that. I think they've set up, I think colleges and universities have set up protocols of, of what it takes to get in. I, I think they have to, you know, start with uh, what you do, as you mentioned a minute ago, the ACT and and the other, you know, uh, standardized tests that you take and how you did in school. What 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 did you do? Did you play sports? Did you have activities? What kind of person are you? Have you had any problems with the law and and all that? So I think there's a lot out there that they can rest on now. Now, if uh, you know, if it came down to two people being equal. Uh, I would just have to hope that the school could uh, come up with and make sure that, that race uh, doesn't enter into it. I mean, that's my hope. I, I think everybody ought to have the equal opportunity to go to, go to college, go to university, go to law school, medical school, whatever. So I, yeah. hope, I hope we're far enough along in our country that, uh, that these universities recognize that. I'd like to hear your take on it. I mean, I, mean, I really would. Well, the thing is, and I think, I think me and Jay both agree we should be more far along. Yeah. Okay. And if you look at the situation between the 60s and 2023, we are not in the 60s. No, we're not. However, however, we have people that were in this I mean, that were teenagers and in college in the 60s, we have them in Congress. And they are and they they don't know how to get out of the way of racism. Uh, um, weaponizing race, racism yeah, to a yeah. point. So, uh, what? Okay, uh, I feel bad. Like I told Jay earlier, I feel bad because I do believe that uh, there are some unfortunate young people that are smart out there. That okay, you know what? I even I I even go to myself. The teachers told my mom. And that that we had three levels of class, 
in our high school, in our middle school, as a matter of fact. Uh, we had the slow, we had the medium, and then we had the real smart high. Yeah. Uh, most of everybody was in the, the medium, okay? Teachers told my mom that I should have been in the high class. Uh, the, the only problem is, is that I want to hang around with the crazy clown kids. Uh, yeah, I do. I did. Brain self-selected in the low class. That, that would be... I, I was in that class, and yeah, you know, I I, I had to, I, I had to be funny. I had to try to make people laugh instead of you know. So, but uh, situation came down to uh, when I went to high school, I wasn't part of the higher class. I still stayed in the middle. So when colleges came around, I didn't have the money. I couldn't get it. I mean, and my and my grades were in the middle to the lower. So it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, they, they look at those transcripts and like, eh, you know, yeah. I went to the military. Okay. So there are going to be some people that are going to be affected negatively by this, right? No. Well, you know, I hope not, but you know, I came through the sixties in school. Uh, I came through segregation. Uh, I've come and seen a long way that a lot, a lot of stuff has happened over these last 50, 60 years for me. And I've seen things get better. Uh, I, I see, you know, diversity in, in college. When I go over to the University of Alabama, I see a lot of diversity. I see a lot of people that, that are out-of-state students now. Alabama has 50% of the students from out-of-state. So it's not just it's not just picking that. It's, it's now we're seeing an influx of, of students all over the country coming to these universities. I, somebody told me right or wrong, Georgia has uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Asian people now are applying and getting in to Georgia. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but they 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 seem to know what they were talking about. So uh, that tells me that there is uh, something going on that that they've settled down and quit doing this on the basis of, of are you an African-American or are you not? So I, I hope, I understand the concern of people, you know, but, but my hope is that we're through with that with the universities, that we're smarter in our universities now than we were back in the 60s and 70s. And that we now recognize, let's get the students in there that you need. I, I was not, I was in that middle ground, Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, Belief was is is uh, you know my name never got put on the board for being in honor class okay, but you know I, I hope too that people realize that sometimes the middle ground people can turn out to be maybe above the middle ground. If right, you want right, to, right, 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 you right. Know, you know, and and sometimes you have to look at different things to make that decision. Uh, so I, I I'm just hoping now that you know we knew it was coming. I knew this ruling was coming and. I just hope now that, you know, universities stay with the practice they've been going with, have the criteria that they look at and pick the right student that they need. Hey, Jim, before we get uh, too far and run out of time, I got to shift gears to the big Jack Smith uh, bombshell this week. So so when the indictment was released, they were talking about uh, the the Iran plan that Trump showed this author and. And then they leaked the audio of him talking about this plan with the author. 
And now it's become evident that Jack Smith doesn't have a copy of that plan. Does that dramatically change what he can do from a from a holding Trump legally accountable? Like if they sure. can't produce the document, like is that kind of a, a moot point? Sure. And and and, and what, what's puzzling to me is, you know, uh, I've always believed if you're going to go out and say something, okay, you better be able to back up what you're going to say, okay? Not just from word of mouth, but you better be able to back it up. And that goes for defense, that goes for prosecution, that goes for anybody in the world, if you think about it. If you're going to run your mouth, then, then make sure you got the stuff and the evidence to, to corroborate what you're talking about. And now you're right. Now they come up and say, well, we don't have it. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. Uh, that's, that's kind of, uh, wow. That, that, that kind of stunned me. It stunned me when the, when it came out about there's this tape and there's this document and he showed it and, and everybody saw it and he's passing along confidential, confidential information. And then all of a sudden, Nobody seems to have anything. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, you know, this, this Trump stuff is, uh, is intriguing to me very much because, uh, sooner or later, they're going to have to talk about the, the facts. Of the case. Yeah. 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 They can't keep talking about it's political and, yep. and that you got, you got to focus on the facts at some point. And this is a good starting point. You know. I was going to say, is is that why they delayed the trial? Because the judge said like middle, mid late August. And now the, the Wait. prosecutions like push it back till December. Yeah. And Jim, 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 I also have a theory about that. Because yeah. um, Hutch, Hutch was talking about, they're trying to insert J6 into this at yeah. the same yeah. time. And I, I brought up to the boys yesterday or um, day before yesterday, I think that's the reason why they push back because they want to add this to it. I hadn't thought about that. That may be a, a, a problem. And it may be too. It may be that because of this coming out, they don't have the, the, the information that they need. Yeah. They're pushing it back. Maybe. Uh, I, I would say if I was Trump, uh, if I found out that they don't have the evidence, boy, I'd be pushing like heck to get it. in Go find something that you don't have. Uh, you know, you came out and said, Hey, we got it. Here's what we got. Then bam, let's go, uh, giddy up and let's get this over with. But, uh, that may be both reasons may be a good reason, but obviously if the prosecution's pushing for it, they've got some concerns somewhere. Hmm. Problem. Especially, especially when he came out and said that he wanted a speedy trial and then all of a sudden he wanted to push it back. Right. Yeah. You know, to me, if a prosecutor, uh, indicts you, they should be ready for trial. Ready to yep. go. Right. I'm right. not looking for more stuff, not not looking to prepare. You ought to be right. prepared. Got it. You ought to be ready to ride. Mr. JP, Mr. Jim hey. Parton here on the Wayne Dupree broadcast. Look, I'm gonna um wanna talk to you about some more next week. Uh wanna wanna break that uh every other week and bring you in next week because this this Jack Smith thing it's uh, something. Every day, it's like every, every day something is. And and look, why in the hell is CNN keep getting the audio tapes? Why not anybody else? Just CNN. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it, no, yeah, it, it's weird, but yeah. Isn't that amazing? You know how one group gets something and nobody else knows what in the world's going on. 
Exactly. Except Wayne Dupree and the brother. <laughs> That's right. They know we what dig they into this stuff. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Parkman here on the Wayne Dupree Podcast, along with Jason Robinson. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have our sister Nicole side. We'll be right back, y'all. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And yeah, that looks better. I've been working on the bottom thing for the whole time while we're doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm a stickler for graphics. And it's like, we started out with this. Then we started out with this. And then we finished with this. And that's, all, and that's all doing the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm Most crazy people don't know that Wayne Dupree is a graphics guy. That's right. 15, 16 years government contractor. And I I just got tired of them saying we gotta let you go because of overhead and cuts and stuff. I cried yep. on my way home. Oh, hang on one sec. I just had some hang on. I'll I gotta hmm. hop off if you want to bring Nicole on. Okay. Let me get this off. Ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm gonna bring out my sister. Yeah, it's just me and you, me and you, darling, me and you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you Good. so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you here in <laughs> um, the new Federation State of um, China. 
and everything that y'all are doing. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Nicole jumps on our uh, on podcast every week because she updates us about what's going on um, with the Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters, yeah, that's a good one. Of the Freedom Fighters of the new federal state of China. They are trying, well, actually, real quick, tell our audience about the new federal state of China for our new, uh, you know what? <laughs> tell, okay, let me get over here. And like I said, I have been working on there. Okay, back. Okay, tell our audience real quick about um, what the new federal state of China is all about. Absolutely. Good morning. Hi, Jason. Where's our friend Hutch? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he's on assignment today. Yeah, he he's on assignment. He's um he's taking care of the he's taking care of some papers. You know, papers, the papers. So okay, okay, good, good. Well, for all of your new listeners and viewers, I know uh, Wayne Dupree podcast has been increasing your span. And so for your new followers, NFSC is the world's biggest movement to overthrow uh, the party of Xi Jinping, the Chinese Communist Party in China. Uh, why, uh, you know, we're coming to the American talk shows and podcasts to talk about our movement because we have the same enemy. The CCP has become America's biggest and most dangerous threat to your national security and to your uh, American way of life. And um, and the reason why we have we're working with American patriots because we're also being targeted by the weaponized DOJ and FBI, uh, who try to cover up the CCP's collusion with some of the most powerful people uh, inside the U.S. government, uh, you know, agencies and even in the White House. And uh, so our, our movement is apolitical and because we're only attacking the Chinese Communist Party. And so uh, within the United States of America, we have uh, millions of Chinese American patriots. And within China, we also have uh, hundreds of millions of followers. And some of them are actually working inside the inner circle of the CCP government of influence and power. People are, you know, who are working inside the Chinese government, even in the military, actually, they're the most valuable asset uh, to uh, to America. In fact, um, you know, some of the CIA assets are also our Chinese whistleblowers within the CCP government. And so that's why we're able to always give the most exclusive and bombshell report about uh, the collusion between the CCP and American sellout because you know, if you look, if you look at the slow walking investigation into uh, the Biden crime families business dealing with the CCP, we're looking at WhatsApp messages from seven years ago, from ten years ago when Joe Biden was the vice president. But actually, um, the the CCP's infiltration in the White House and in the U.S. Uh, political field has been going on for. For decades, and most of these, uh, you know, things happen in China. That's why it's so hard for the uh, for the lawmakers in this country to retrieve the evidences, you know, and that's why they work so hard to suppress the uh, the laptop from the hell. But you know what? The quickest way to expose all of these crimes is to bring Mao to a congressional hearing, because most of the secret meetings. Uh, that took place between the uh, high-level U.S. government uh, 
officials and the CCP party leadership is at uh, happened inside the Pangu Hotel, uh, which was built by Mao Guo. It's a it's the uh, most luxurious seven star hotel that Mao Guo founded, and a lot of the secret meetings took place in the inside the hotel, and so. So that's why I we always urge um, the um, James Jim Jordan and James Comer, the House Oversight and the House Judicial Committee, to bring Mao out of the jail and let him testify before the Congress. That will save the slow walking uh, investigation that has been stonewalled by the FBI. You know, because the longer this investigation drags, the more uh, America suffers uh, to the threat of the CCP. You know, um, Hunter Biden, this. <clears throat> I was going to say, Nicole, <laughs> you touched on a really powerful point there. So for years, we heard about the Hunter Biden laptop and yeah. you heard about the laptop from hell. You heard about, you know, drugs and prostitutes and you heard about uh, Burisma and Ukraine. And now when this WhatsApp message came out just this last week that was the first time i think that the communist party of china rose to the top where it's like this is big so can you kind of explain to the audience who might not have seen seen the message or heard what it was like what's the significance of what came out in the last week or so with this whatsapp message absolutely so the irs whistleblower um you know he reviewed a whatsapp message between Hunter Biden and a CCP top official, Henry Zhao. His Chinese name is Zhao Xuejun. He was the chairman and CEO of uh, the um, uh, Harvest Fund uh, management company, which is a 230 billion US dollar asset mm -hmm. management company. So Hunter Biden was you know, demanding him to make payment. Uh, really, you know, it was like a mafia demanding him to make yeah, the payment. Right, yeah. Yeah, and another WhatsApp message that surfaced in throughout the uh, investigation is uh, Hunter Biden's, uh, you know, demanding Dong um, Gongwen, uh, Patrick uh, Dong, um, who is, you know, uh, the chief financial officer to the CEFC China Energy Company, uh, which is chaired by Ye Jianming, who is a CCP top, you know, Intel um government official. And so he was asking for a $10 million payout. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, all these conversations took place either in 2013 or 2017. I mean, that was from years ago. Right. But we know the CCP never stopped for a second, uh, you know, colluding and corrupting the U.S. government officials. So what else that have not been discovered? And uh, what are other big deals uh, that has been cut under the table between uh, the Biden crime family and the CCP? I mean, you, you know, I think it will take, you know, years and years of uh, uh, American taxpayer dollars money to um, to do the investigation. So the quickest way and the most cost effective way is to bring Mao School to to Congress and let him name the names because we are the Chinese whistleblowers. We have the receipts. Yep. We can provide the receipts from within China. And uh, so you don't have to like uh, fight the resistance from the DOJ, from FBI, who have been, you know, trying to cover 
those uh, evidences. Remember the 17 audio recordings uh, that has been held, uh, that has been provided to the uh, FBI, the FD 1023, and two of the audio re recordings had Joe Biden inside that, that conversation talking about, you know, a business deal with a uh, foreign national. And remember, the Chinese whistleblower movement, we can provide a lot of recordings. We can bring receipts that are not even available in that laptop from hell. So free mouth school and uh, let us take back America by fighting the CCP's infiltration and a weaponization of the DOJ right here and right now. You know, um, pa Paolo, Paolo, uh, there was a report that Paolo was under the CCP pressure to switch recognition from Taiwan to China. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right. P-A-L-A-U. I'm not sure. Paolo. Uh, yeah. So, uh, there was a report, a Sunday Guardian, saying that he was under CCP pressure to switch recognition from Taiwan to China. Have you heard anything about that? Well, we know that uh, CCP has always considered Taiwan, uh, you know, a, a, a huge threat because, you know, Taiwan represents the, a free democratic society governed by the rule of law. And in, so the CCP has spared no effort infiltrating uh, in Taiwan's uh, mainstream media, government and also uh, military and uh, intel. And according to uh, Mao Zedong's whistleblowing, the CCP you know, has already deeply penetrated the Taiwanese government and, and military. So um, there's also a, a big number of uh, sellouts within Taiwan, just like the sellout in this country. And uh, why they're selling out the national interest because they got the, you know, they got, the personal LLC to be funded by the CCP. And um, so, uh, and this is why we have so many uh, our whistleblowers and followers of NFSC in Taiwan. And they're, you know, they're constantly uh, educating the Taiwanese uh, public about CCP's infiltration. And they're also exposing the sellout within the Taiwanese government. And just like the, the unity party in this country, uh, they have been selling out this country. Likewise, it, you know, CCP's infiltration and the corruption on the government officials, you know, has spread all over the world, not just in the US, but also in Taiwan. You know, it's it's interesting you say that, Nicole, because for those who haven't seen Nicole on the show before, we delineate between China and the CCP. The people of China, we have tons of people that watch us in China. Hello to our friends and family over in China. Uh, most of them are God-fearing, freedom-loving people. Uh, but it's the corrupt Chinese Communist Party that are the ones that are infiltrating right. different things. Uh, but you were bringing up Miles Go testifying in Congress. Just to be blunt, do you think that's going to happen? Personally, I think that the CCP has enough politicians and powerful positions on both sides of the aisle that I think without a groundswell of movement from standard, from regular citizens, that won't happen. Like there's a bunch of Republicans and Democrats who are in China's pocket that aren't going to support that. But do you think we can make it happen? Do you think we can get miles at a House Judiciary Committee or something like that? Yeah. Yes, I do, because I believe the real power is not in 
the Capitol Hill, the real power of this country mm. is in we the people. And um, so for so many years, the Washington's political, political establishment tried to dominate the power. Actually, they take away the power from we the pe people. And right. now we need to take our power back because this country is supposed to be the government by the people, of the people, and for the people. But over the years, people in this country, we have lost our citizenship. We act like the subjects, not a citizen. So it, so I never place any hope on um, the government officials to make the historical change. I believe that it's we the people who can drive the positive change inside the Capitol Hill. And that's why we need to elect the outsiders into Washington's permanent political establishment, and ex uh, outsiders, people like you know, like um, uh, President Trump, you know, right. people who have who have never been profiting from being a politician. These people right. they go to the political field for one purpose that is you know for the love of the country. It's the mm -hmm. love the. The um, you know, it's out of love for this country, not for personal gains, because Trump had already got everything. You know, he has a billion dollar lifestyle like Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong did not have to fight this fight. He was a very successful business entrepreneur. He was a great, you know, um, businessman. He enjoyed great life. He gave up everything to fight for this, you know. And so I, I, I think we. The, it's this country, we the people, who will be ultimately making the changes. And we need to hold the congressmen and senators accountable for doing their job. Because I think that already the House Oversight Committee and House Judicial Committee is doing a solid job. And But, there, but it's far from enough. They're only looking at what happened from seven years ago, from 10 years ago. And what about right now? I mean, um, but you know what? They're on the right track, but we need them to do more and do faster because every day when CCP is still inside the gate, um, the American people suffers. We already lost over 1 million American people's love, uh, life. And this is in addition to how many, you know, the hundreds of thousands of American people have been killed by the fentanyl epidemic caused by the CCP. Um, so um, so this is the reason why that we asked the Congress to bring Moscow out of the federal prison and let him testify. And that, that can, you know, uh, save American people tons of money and time. You know what, you brought a fentanyl. Um, I saw I saw the other day that the United States was bringing charges against a, a couple of the CCP companies for fentanyl manufacturing and stuff. You think that's for just for show, or do you think that it that's going to go anywhere? Well, the DOJ announced the indictment against the four CCP companies based in China for selling a chemical precursor. Uh, for to Mexican cartels for trafficking of the fentanyl to the uh, U.S. But remember, you are you were only charging four companies inside China. I mean, they will you know CCP can uh, can make like a reproduction of hundreds right. or even thousands of such companies like a rat. So the root of the problem is not to charge the companies inside China or not even the CCP officials inside China is to close your own borders, secure your own borders. 
Right, right. You know, okay. otherwise, this is just a political show. Because you're not going to do anything about those companies inside China. They can simply change uh, the ownership or start up an, another company. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, what's the use? I mean, it's a useless indictment. It's just a, for a political show. I mean, the real problem is the open border failed policy. We need to secure the border and stop the CCP's infiltration. And most importantly, why they're doing the show? They're trying to cover up the real criminals inside the DOJ and the FBI. These are the people who have been suppressing the evidences, the damning evidences against the uh, the treason, against uh, the um, the Biden crime families, crime against the United States of America. You know, it's funny because when you when you talk about the businesses, like I kind of chuckled when I saw that. I'm like, this is going to make great headlines, but nothing's going to happen right. because literally. In the Chinese Communist Party, they'll lock the doors in the factory for a week. They'll put a new name on the front of the building. Mm -hmm. And then next week, same people showing up for work, making yep. the same garbage that they're sending over to yep. America. Uh, but you also touched on a, an interesting thing earlier, which came out last week uh, about COVID. And it looks like now that the overriding consensus of the government agencies are that it came out of a lab in Wuhan, which I think everybody who looked at it could go, okay, yeah, it's much more likely that's where it came from, the bio lab instead of a wet market. But <laughs> I saw this week that the World Economic Forum was shouting yeah. out what a great job that that Communist China yeah. did controlling yeah. that. And that's the first time I kind of saw the World Economic Forum kind of siding with the CCP. Is there something there to that relationship or do they have mutual interests or how does World Economic Forum kind of match up with the CCP? Well, Mao Skuo, our leader and founder of the NFSE, he already told us re repeatedly that the World Economic Forum is an international form of the CCP. So basically, it's the CCP on a global scale. I mean, they're in the same bed. And that's why in every World Economic Forum, you get to see Jack Ma and Xi Jinping and CCP kleptocrats. You never see the Chinese whistleblowers because, hey, they are the enemy of the Chinese people. And, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum, their whole purpose is to bring CCP's tyranny and uh, suppression from China to the international market. And so we strongly oppose the agenda of the World Economic Forum. And you know what? They're going to take, uh, the, they were having a World Economic Forum in, in China uh, years ago. And mm. so that tells you that when a international organization have uh, their meeting inside China, that, that should tell you what kind Get of relationship. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, um, and, I, and I don't know how great this is, but you, you remember... You remember I mentioned um, a couple of weeks ago. It seems like it seems like um, the emperor the emperor title is being placed on uh, Xi Papa Xi whatever you want to call him, and uh, because everybody is flying there like, as if he was the the man that you go and bring all frankincense and myrrh and and all kinds of blessings to, to you know like. Uh, a old Egyptian king or whatnot, but still, like everybody is flying to China to shake his hand and 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 um, develop a relationship with him. We see now uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, Israel, is um, flying over there too. I'm like, 
man, this this is just you. I I don't want to say people are ignorant or stupid, but both. I don't I don't know if they really understand the weight of their actions long term for short term association acceptance. I you know what I'm saying. Well, they're not being stupid. They're not being naive. They're just, there's just greed. They want money. They're there for money. And mm. there's no morality. There's no principle. There's no US citizenship. It's all about money. And that's why you're seeing people like the Wall Street CEOs, uh, Elon Musk and Jamie Dimon, and uh, um, the CEO of the uh, General Motors and Pfizer. Um, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, they were flocking to Beijing, kowtowing to Papa Xi and mm -hmm. promising more investment in China. It's all about money. And uh, so, I mean, these people, when they shift American blue collars job to the CCP's concentration camp or using the forced labor, this is a crime against humanity and we need to hold them accountable. And you know what, uh, in last Sunday's, uh, uh, you know, Fox News, the House, uh, the House chairman of the uh, Foreign Relations Co Committee, Michael McCall, he told Mar uh, Maria that, you know, the Biden administration uh, made a big concession to, to the CCP in, in order to just have Blinken to get into the door, and mm -hmm. that is to uh, give up the sanction on Huawei and ZTE. And now we hear from Mike Gallagher, chairman of the uh, uh, the House Subcommittee on the CCP, that the uh, technology supplied by Huawei and ZTE are being used by the CCP's military operation in Cuba, targeting America's mili uh, military installations. Think about that. And that's how you get meeting. A blink, that's how Blinken got a meeting with Xi Jinping. And that's why he came out of the meeting and said U.S. is not going to uh, support the ind independence of Taiwan. But, you know, uh, I think uh, the Taiwanese people find encouragement uh, days later when the uh, a bipartisan House leadership make a made a visit to Taiwan and promising to the Taiwanese people that the U.S. will stand with the Taiwan against the CCP's aggression. Oh, you know, Nicole, we love having you on the show and it's really been an honor. And, oh, yeah. and for, for us and hopefully the viewers, we get a ton of positive chats on the different platforms. Um, and we love you bring receipts and, and bring knowledge and, and information good. to people. You're good so, about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what, um, let me break into, uh, some of our, um, some of our people that watch, they, they just love uh, just how truthful and and how informative that you are, and uh, I, you know, I don't think honestly you passed the test a long time ago. But if but if you wouldn't like like if you would have been some some like your American counterparts, you know they they come up to us all the time. We got this. We got that. We and they ain't got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Can we see the receipt? And they're like, yeah. well, they no. Got, well, just trust yeah. me. Yeah, you know, we you know, but you passed the test a long time ago. And I'm serious. I I mean it's like I look forward to having y'all on uh each time because you just you just wake us up to a whole lot of stuff that we were asleep. Well, I'm definitely not Adam Schiff, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. 
<laughs> I don't yeah. accuse people yeah. of uh, Russian disinformation. I mean, we are Chinese whistleblowers and we have been proven ourselves time and time again. We have the videos and we have the screenshot and we have receipts because we don't believe in conspiracy theory. And we believe the American people deserve to learn the truth. And mm -hmm. that's why our whistleblowers inside China, they took great risk to their self to tip us off with, you know, with exclusive bombshell information to inform the American people. But unfortunately, we found that, uh, you know, the, this country's federal government agencies were doing nothing about the valuable information. That's why we chose to come on the public square to talk to American people directly through mm -hmm. the podcast like Wind to Print show. And because we want to have a great and direct communication with the American people here to bypass all the big tech, mainstream media, and uh, the FBI and DOJ because they were doing nothing. And we believe we the people, once we are, are becoming more educated about the CCP threat and infiltration, we can become more actively uh, engaged in the uh, politics. You know, I mean, by engaging ourselves in the politics is to hold our congressmen and senators accountable. Bring the receipts to them. Send right. the video clip to them and mm -hmm. ask them, what are you going to do with it? And we will tell them if you're sitting on it, doing nothing or slow walking, you're, you're not, not going to be sitting here in, the, in your next term. You know, Nicole, you, uh, you bring up a lot of great stuff. So we're as a country, we're heading into 4th of July weekend and then 4th of July next week. Is there anything you can tell our, our listeners and viewers to kind of keep an eye out for next week? Anything you see bubbling up or, or what do we keep our eyes out for? Well, we are going to provide you with more receipts and uh, from Mouseguard's live broadcast with timestamp because, you know, these videotapes have memories. Nobody can make it up, you know. Right. And, uh, so right. that's why we uh, we have been constantly proving ourselves time and time again, and we will continue to expose the CCP's collusion with the most powerful people in this country. And we, you know, that's our everyday job because American people did not know this, and your federal government agencies are blocking the American people from learning this truth. And uh, we're going to break that blockage. And we believe it's we, the people, who. Will be able to make the ultimate change. Well, awesome. we, yeah, we um, we will talk to you. I think um, I'm not sure about Saturday, but if we don't get it done Saturday, we'll do it next Saturday because yeah. I hear um, there's somebody kind of moving up in the world, but um, uh, <laughs> somebody's kind of moving, moving, moving in the world. Congratulations! Nicole, busy. Uh, Who knew? Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, but um, uh, you know we we want to we want to make sure that we have um, the audience uh, notified too. So um, we'll um, we'll talk with the we'll talk with the group and see what the group comes up with. But again, thank you for joining us, and you are a light of your your ray of sunshine, Nicole. Thank you so much. Oh, talk thank you, you so much. Thank you, thank you both, and uh, so um, happy, uh, you know, Fourth of July. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite American holiday, and um, I, I wish every and each American uh, citizen remember freedom is not free, and Fourth of July is not about bar barbecue. It's about remembering all the great sacrifices 
of the people who have fought for this country's freedom. And it's not the end of it. It's just the beginning because we're losing this freedom to CCP. And that's why I want to you know, wish everyone a very happy 4th of July. And we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Dupree, Jason Robinson, Nicole Shah here on the Wayne Dupree podcast on Red Voice Media Network. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have more. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. What's going on? Did you say this weekend is um um Fourth of July weekend? Well, so this is one of those weird ones. Fourth of July is Tuesday, so some people will treat this weekend as Fourth of July weekend, and some will treat it as next weekend as Fourth of July weekend. So two weekends. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, the old Tuesday Fourth of July makes it kind of wild. When is the holiday? It's on Tuesday. So banks are closed on Tuesday. I would guess so, yeah. And not Monday. Okay. Yeah. Although who knows? It's a federal government. They might just make it a long weekend and just say we're closed yeah. Monday yeah. and Tuesday. Hmm. Yeah, that's funny. That's why I had to hop off earlier. I was getting a delivery and it was supposed to be later this afternoon. And I'm like, crap, if I don't grab it, I don't know if I'll see it, you know. <laughs> Until, because it'll go back, and then I won't. Uh. Don't you hate those? They put 
They put the note on your door. You don't hear them knocking. You don't hear them press, press right. any bell. But the note company, we were here and you weren't here and uh, call us to return. Or I was like, wait a minute. Y'all never showed up. I was here the whole time. Well, and some of these deliveries are stupid. So I so we have a paver patio in our backyard that mm-hmm. I need to try to clear out the weeds and junk in between. And I saw this tool on Amazon that you can get that'll help you clear it out. I'm like, that looks awesome. So I'm going to order that and try to clear it out and seal it back in or whatnot. And then, uh, and then they, the, and it was like 30 bucks, like nothing expensive. And then I get the shipping notification. They, they send it shipping, like signature verification required. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like of all the stupid stuff to require a signature. Man. So, so, um, you know, we were talking about the, we were talking about the, um, uh, the the Supreme Court decision. Affirmative action. Um, the CPAC situation <laughs> has got me in a bind too because them holding that back, that's major. Whether people want to believe it or not, because right now it's not even on the story. But that's major because he could die at any moment while you sleep. That's major. Okay, that should be one of those. Well, see, I'm sure. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. should it be a, a disqualification if you have sleep apnea to be president of the United States? See, I, my take on it is think this I think, think I think millions of people die. have sleep, you could die any moment. Yeah, I've ha- I have sleep apnea. Yeah, me I too. have a sleep app machine. Yeah. I quit using it. Me too. Yeah, me too. I don't use it. Like I had a hard time sleeping with it. (laughs) The bigger story to me, yeah, you get this Darth Vader mask on. (sighs) (laughs) The dogs are freaked out. You can't roll over. You can't roll over, yeah. Like if you could lay there with the mask on, like you get really good sleep, but like good luck. Good luck. And Cleo would just chew it off your face, Wayne. So you can't even imagine imagine using it. But no, so so my opinion, I I think sleep apnea, here's the troubling thing. This guy ran to be president saying he would be so open and so honest and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. where he served vice president for how many years? He's been president for two and a half, three years he's coming up on. And why is this just getting disclosed now? You know, I mean, that's like, I'm diabetic. If I were running for president, like I would disclose that, you know, but he's, he's not taking cognitive tests. He's not taking, you know, the medical releases he's had because he releases his physicals and stuff like nothing's on there about that. And I, and I think this is where you feed conspiracy theories, because if this is the only medical condition that Joe Biden has that he hasn't told us about, okay, fine. But then you wonder something so stupid as that that millions of Americans have. Why didn't you tell us that? And what else aren't you telling us? Right. And that's where I get concerned. But I still, I mean, for me, I still believe that it's a disqualifier because you could, die, you could, you could die at any. Well, actually, you can die at any moment with anything. But with that though, and ladies and gentlemen, if you really don't, well, if you really don't know what sleep apnea is. Um, it, it 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 it's crazy way. I mean, and it's not just for obese people. It's not. I I saw somebody online. They said um, uh, he's not even fat. He shouldn't be having it. 
No, no. I mean, I've I've seen no, not thin, but I've seen regular sized people have sleep apnea. I mean, it's I'm I'm pretty regular size, and for those who yeah, don't yeah. know, sleep apnea is basically when when you sleep, they your air system, like your whatever it's called, mm. like collapses, mm-hmm. and then that's what causes snoring is the thinning of that, and you mm-hmm. actually. With sleep apnea, like your body jerks awake periodically throughout the night because you're kind of suffocating is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And there's different degrees of sleep apnea. I have a very minor case. That's why I snore. So your CPAC regulates the pressure so that it keeps your airways open. And then you don't have that. If you have severe sleep apnea, it can be life-threatening because you are basically going through these choking phases throughout the night. (laughs) But oh, like man. I say, if if he's not telling us something like that, like if you have a mild case of sleep apnea. Well, you weren't. So he has what? to be heavy. Here was the other thing, too, that I was trying to figure out, and I might need to crowdsource this. So how this story came out is there was a picture of Joe Biden, and mm-hmm. he had the sleep apnea, mm-hmm. like like you wear this little like like head thing with straps on it and people were joking that they thought he was doing some bdsm stuff with the ball gag and then that's what caused them to reply that no that was his mask from his cpap but that picture of joe biden i can't figure out when the what time that picture was first taken because i'm like i thought it was at like 10 o'clock and like, what the heck is the guy still doing with his cpap I was like, that thing must have been on super extra tight for it to last for like a few hours in the morning. I was like, dang. That- I've wore those and like, you're talking yeah, a half too. hour maybe until yeah. your skin re- Right. Yeah, so I was like, wow. But no, um... <laughs> Actually, Charlene hit the, hit the nail on the head here. <laughs> Biden's doctor should be put under oath and made to testify yeah. about his health and yeah. mental condition. Charlene, another thing that Republicans should do is bring right. the doctors in front of certain ask questions. But let me tell you something. That's sleep. At, I mean, now, I know the reason why I don't wear the machine. Well, I haven't worn it for years is because I didn't want it to. I don't want my kids and the babies. You know how big, um, kids when they're young and they walk they walk into um, they walk into your room while you right. sleep. Daddy, wake up, wake up. I didn't want them to walk in and see me laying on my back looking like, yeah. You know, kind of like Daddy's that. dying. <laughs> but the first time that I really, <coughs> really was affected, ladies and gentlemen, as as a perfect as, as a person with sleep at uh, I woke up one morning, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe, and I I I I was trying to catch my breath laying down on the side. And I was like, wait a minute, this ain't happening. And it, and it felt like it was getting worse. So I sat up on the edge of the bed. I was like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, okay, it's going to get better. But it wasn't getting any better. I was like, and Jay, I promise you, I said to myself, oh, well, this is it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is Always it. I envisioned I going. This I, was, I was like, I'm out. But, um, I uh, calmed down, and then everything got back on track. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. But I've only had, as long as I've had the sleep, I've only had that happen to me, I think, three times uh, in about 
well, the girls will be 20 next month. So I've only had about three times in about 20 years. But when you are asleep, it sounds like if you're living with somebody with sleep apnea, and most of you know this, it sounds like they're dying in the sleep because you hear, you know, sort of like that. And then you don't hear nothing. You don't hear a thing. The and airway opens it, back up and you're back to normal. If, you're, if your spouse is living with you, they need a medal of honor because they don't know what is going on with you at that time. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, I kind of, I kind of take it easy these days. You know, I sort of, my feel wife bad. tells me to roll over on my right side. Cause then I don't snore as bad. My apnea is not as bad. So yeah. yeah. When I roll I, onto my back and start laying there snoring, she either grabs earplugs or gives me the elbow. I got the best wife. <laughs> laying on the back is the worst though. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, and, and well, you know, you get one of those sleep number beds where you sit up and that helps. Right. So, yeah. No, no, no. I got the my pillow bed. I gotta tell you what, you get that my pillow bed with the memory foam, promo code Wayne at mypillow.com. I got like, that. I, it, I got the memory foam. Sometimes yeah, I, I actually have the mattress with the topper. It's pretty spectacular. So yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't get out of it. Right. Because because I sink so deep in it, sometimes I'm like, I forget uh. it. I, I I just can't I just can't move I'm I'm so sunk in, so yeah yeah but no um I still think that it's a more important thing because the first thing I thought about when I heard about it I was like oh that's how they're gonna get them well it's so important it's enough that we should have known like that's for funny. sure. Yeah, And if you say, hey, he's got this, he's wearing a CPAP machine, like, that's okay. But especially with his age, and not that we should treat people different by age, his but, age, like, right. old. Right, like, he's old, is, right. Dude right. is old. And like, his, body, look, his body isn't full of strength these days, you know that. I mean, when you're younger, you have a little bit more strength, you know, you wake up, sit on the side of the bed. When you're old, oh, oh. You know, you're. I mean, you you aren't as strong as what you were when you're younger, and dude, dude's gonna be pushing eighty one real soon, I think. So, yep. Come on, y'all. I mean, he's done. He's over. Stick a fork in him. Well, I gotta say, I I called it earlier this week. I was looking at things. I'm thinking Thanksgiving. That's when he's <laughs> that. That's when he's out. Debbie so said, I, I will put it as a prediction. By <laughs> Thanksgiving. He, Joe Biden will either be out of office or announced he's not running. It'll be, they'll come up with some reason um, for it, a health thing, or he wants to spend more time with, like, I'm going to die soon, so I want to spend time with my grandkids. But he will be, uh, I think, I just see too much mainstream media that are starting to report on the nonsense of Joe Biden. And I'm like, they have, somebody hit the switch and said, go ahead and start talking about this. Because even like the whistleblower stuff that Nicole was talking about, the China stuff, which it's fascinating because they don't drill home that like Communist China, Party of China is doing it. But like that laptop stuff's been out for four or five years and ain't nobody talked about it. So they're waiting until October, man. The October, October is still the statute of limitations on um, on something. Right. And McCarthy was talking about uh, the statute of limitations. Oh man. 
What are so what do you got going on for the weekend, Wayne? You're going to pound through season eight, nine, ten of Swamp People? I'm on season four and I fell asleep, so I have to start season four again. Um, Liz, Liz looked like she got rid of um, her. Uh, she switches out like three, three hunting partners. I like the first one though. Yeah, Trista, first one was the best. Trista, I think her name was. I, I can't remember my I, her name, but I liked her. I, I was. I love. I had to go, you know, sometimes when you're watching these things, you have to go look up the people online right. and see who they are and stuff. I'm like, damn, she married. But um, yeah, she, I mean, uh, and Troy. Troy got rid of his dude again to bring another son. Uh, oh no, that he voluntarily left. He opened a turtle farm. The first time. Right. No, he, he went back to that. He came back for a season. And then he left to go do. He's like has his turtle farm. He gives little tours. Yeah. We should do a Wayne Dupree show on location, and we should travel down there. I'm not going on the um, swamp though. I mean, I I go down there. I go. Why aren't you going, going on the swamp? swamp? I ain't going on the swamp. Oh, I'm going on the swamp. Those alligators too. Those alligators too big and too smart. I, look, and I know that just from watching. They are smart. Oh yeah. They're, I mean, they might have a little pea brain, but they are smart as the Dickens. They, right. I mean, they know how to act dead. They they know when the water hits a certain temperature, they got a jet. They know when um, all those fishes are dead, they just go and eat. You don't you don't catch alligators when when the uh, when the harvest is ripe. But no, right. I, and then I found out that one of the brothers died. Um, I didn't want to tell you. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, that is. Hard. That's why you don't Google it. Just watch it. Yeah, that's why I have to go back to season I, to the beginning of season four because when I woke up, the, the one brother was by himself. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, it must yeah. happen in this season right here. So I have to go and check it. Um, I didn't read why, so yeah, I'm. We won't spoil yeah, season, it. Nobody in the comments. Yeah, yeah see, it's funny because this weekend with the long Fourth of July weekend. I'm trying, and I I mentioned it yesterday. I'm trying to figure out like what news they're gonna drop to like distract everybody. Because you got to be about Russia, though. I'm thinking it's got to be something in Russia, Ukraine, something with yeah. nukes yeah, or Russia attacks a nuclear power plant or yeah. something like that. Because people are picking up steam. Like they dropped that Jack Smith stuff, like just in time to distract everybody from yep. what was going on. Like the Russian coup thing, I think was legit. I think it was kind of overstated how it was reported, but I can't even figure out like what the real story is there either. Sounds like a bunch of top military people are suddenly coming up dead in Russia. Surprising. So, yeah. Well, you know what though? If, if our leader of Russia, and you gonna bring twenty five thousand to my doorstep? I I gotta kill you, right? I got to. I mean, okay, fine, yeah, exile, yes, exile. Go to Blair's. Okay, whatever. Right. Follow him. Follow him. Make sure he doesn't get there. You know what I'm saying? Make sure he don't get there. Follow him. I I I, I look I, when he's in the McDonald parking lot. Poof, poof, right in the back of the head. That, oh, yeah. He's out. He's out. Because you never know if he could do it again or right. who he's influencing to do it again. As a matter of fact, I'll take him out. I would do one of Hutch's things. I would take him out and about five or six generals or people behind him. I would, yep. 
I would clear the field. And say, okay, now, hey, junior, cadet, you're in charge. Don't mess up. Well, and I think that that hit the nail on the head where I think you're going to see a big change over in the brass and they're going to be like, yeah, this ain't going to happen again. You know, kind of a dovetail, too, I wanted to get your perspective on. People were bringing it up in the chat. What do you what's your take on the student loan things? Like we haven't talked about it on the show since I've been a co-host. Yeah. And um, because because you know why? Because I've been waiting to see what comes down because the um, because the ruler hadn't come down from. I like, think it's due this week. Right, right, right. The Supreme Court. Well, actually, I thought they kicked it back. They're going to come they down with a ruling? I think it was on the docket to be ruled on this week. They're trying to okay. determine if Joe Biden's use of emergency powers during he COVID let him. He can't do it. Yeah. But overall, what, what's your take on the federal government forgiving student loans? Come on now. I mean, I mean, I might, I might be in the middle on like one or two things, but I, I mean, if you decide you want to go to school and you want to put out a loan for it and whatnot, that's your responsibility. You have decided that that's what you want to do. You don't seriously, you, you don't have to go to school. You go to a trade school, you go to OJT, you go to the military if you want to, but and, and believe me, I ain't, I, I'm not kicking you if you want to go to school. If you want to go to school, go to school. But no, there's responsibilities that come with it. And one of them is if you, I mean, if you have to take out a loan for it, and believe me, a whole lot of people have to, you're going to have to pay it back. You know, I mean, Jay, you can't clear numbers at a level. You can't have a level and then everybody above here, you clear. Because these right. people are going to revolt sooner or later. Right. Wait a minute, hold on. I, I look, I pay eighty. Last year, I just cleared my bank account, to, and now all of a sudden, to I mean, this to me, look, either it's not fair, and that's and that's why um, I was raised the way I was raised. I, I believe in fairness. God gave me, <laughs> yes, I have a stepson, but I also have two daughters. Two daughter bookends. I've always been one. I have Hutch. I have Jr. I, I have. I mean, I've, I've always been one right. to be even on those types of things. And I like to be fair. I like to be level. And um, that's another reason why I also think that uh, we should be talking to Democrat voters as brothers and sisters. Now, leaders are the ones that get us in trouble. But Democrat voters, most of them aren't as radical as the leaders are. Right. Now, and uh, I'm sure that they believe in the same way. Look, just leave me alone. Just let me smoke my marijuana in my own um, house and just leave me alone. Just like we're like, hey, we just want to have our barbecue, have barbecue. barbecue in our own yard. Leave us alone. Right. Um, that's what America is. Let us be us. We don't See, need the government. Funny. Because yeah. with the student loans, like this is a personal one for me because I grew up poor and I didn't qualify for much free money other than some scholarships because I got good grades. And I had to face a choice. Do I go to my local community college, which was like three, four right. or five grand a year, whatever it was, or That's do I go or do I go to the University yeah. of Minnesota, which at the time was like fifteen, twenty thousand a year, or do I go like I actually had the the grades and the test scores to go to like a good school? 
like a really mm-hmm. good school. And I'm like, it, like it became a formula where I'm like, I ended up going to my local community college, Rochester Community College in Rochester, Minnesota. It's now called like RCTC or something. And I did that because I'm like, well, I don't want to take on 50 grand in debt or a hundred grand in debt right. or that kind right. of thing. Um, but what's interesting that we never talk about is why don't we go back to these schools for that money? Because if they're charging, like everybody wants the government to bail it out, which is just caustic. But right. if these schools are charging you such high rates that you can't recoup that when you go out into the world every year. Right. Right. <clears throat> then why don't we go back and, and claw back some of that money in their endowments or that kind of thing? Because if if you go to an expensive school and you drop two hundred thousand to get your degree mm-hmm. and that and you can't do anything with that degree, I think the school should be held accountable instead yeah. of the taxpayers. And it's well, interesting you know, that never gets brought up. But you know what? Another thing that doesn't get brought up too, you you couldn't afford a, a major. Oh, yeah, you, you couldn't afford a major major university. I couldn't afford a major university, but then you want us to pay for right. People that won't have to pay their bills that go to American University. That doesn't make sense. Nope. That doesn't make sense to me, you know? Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so 4th of July weekend, Terry was in the chat saying, uh, stay away from politics. So so just so you know, Terry, actually, from Friday through, through Sunday, I pretty yeah. much always yeah, try to yeah. unplug. Yeah. I just follow stuff yeah. tangentially. I do online work. So, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we try to hang out with the fam although it's weird this year with where it falls like trying to figure out where to go for fourth of july like where the barbecue is or i'm getting a new grill oh are you what kind it's a uh cuisinart 360 xl surround griddle really yeah i have i have two coal um gravity uh, gravity coal grills i use one for smoking one for grilling but this one is going to be the griddle because it has the one large griddle top and then it has like a, a, a grease tray that is right underneath. I'll oh, send man. you that. I'll send you a picture. It's like it's like maybe uh, 450 bucks. You, oh. you, can get it, you, you, you can get it on Amazon, but um, it's going to cut down on um, cooking inside the house because it, um, you got a little gas thing, uh, propane tank that it goes on. So, you know, I mean, you cook breakfast on it, lunch and dinner. So, oh man, yep. yep. Yeah, it's you nice. like that. You do that all that cooking outside. I got to switch over to that. You know, last night, last night I did those prep meals. Yeah, the they like that. They oh nice. Yeah, they really like that. And plus, um, you know, I figured I was like, well. This will be so that I won't have to cook all the time and it's already done for the week. And I prepared two meals and put them in the prep uh, containers. Y'all go at it. So That's spectacular. I, I'm going to give a shout out to my wife. So one of the things we always do like Friday yeah, night. Better. We go, well, yeah, Friday night we go grocery shopping and she makes a list and she makes the week's menu. And then we try to coordinate like we're cooking this on monday and then we'll have these leftovers on tuesday to take to lunch so kind of the pre-made meal stuff or like you make something and then you like you make chicken and then you can make it into a chicken quesadilla tomorrow and oh yeah yeah when you start when you start uh 
Oh, Mr. Savoy eyeballing the Blackstone griddle. We, Wayne, when's the cookbook coming out? Like, people, are I see, you know what? You know, I'm look, I'm working on it, man. I'm, I'm working on it. I am. I, I mean, it's you know, the, the thing is, like, you sit down and you look at ingredients. See, a lot of these things, and and that's why I figure I have to I have to do the the uh, the the show instead of the book because the show is I really don't know the um, you don't have a recipe measurements measurements right. I have the recipe I mean I I had a recipe I just don't have the measurements so. You know, it's I don't know. Your cooking strikes me like I'm gonna put some cream in here, I'm gonna put some spices, (laughs) like you're gonna make you're gonna make like this exact recipe. Yeah, good luck on that. Well, I mean, believe me, believe me, my um my kids have uh they have gone they've allowed me to test be their test kitchen on many stuff, and it's like you know, they grew up basically with a chef in the house so oh yeah you know that's this is the um Cuisin, this is art yeah last yeah. night you sent those pictures of that salmon i'm like oh my god i wish i lived closer yes. to the wayne dupree house i'd be driving over yeah that all right let's see let's see let's see if i had let me see if i have a oh my god debbie in the chat said she's got to be careful cooking out because of bears Bears. Let me um. Let me get these real quick. Uh, what do you have coming up this weekend? Oh well, we should. Uh, yeah, we should wrap up and get ready to get out of here. First of all, folks, thanks for tuning in this week. It's been a great week. Hopefully, you enjoyed the show. Uh, like we always say, big thing you can do: like, comment, share, uh, and to give a shout out to our uh, family over at Red Voice Media. Really feel proud to be a part of what you guys are building. Uh, sounds like Matt Couch is starting to heal up, so hopefully he'll be back on the air, taking over his time slot. Oh, look at that. Giddy made up. That, made that last night, too. And then, uh, oh, that looks good. And mm-hmm. then really for the weekend going into next week, you know, 4th of July is really a, a pretty powerful um holiday i think and you know it's about celebrating our freedom as americans and make sure you take time to both understand the significance of the holiday and spend time with those you love so it's it's a great weekend it's in summer weather's usually good oh there it is there it is yeah your weekend (laughs) that is that is creamy creamy tuscan uh uh, salmon and wow all the way down to the uh, roasted tomatoes so and spinach. And it was really easy to do. Oh, my God. It was so easy to do. So, All right. Yeah. I need to go get lunch now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Rain Dupree podcast. We're here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 12 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the Red Boys Media Network. Make sure that you follow them, redboysmedia.com. And share what they do. Go to um, and uh, click on the premium, like Jr. said. Click on the premium, and look at a whole brand new list of conservative voices. Uh, you know, to to hang in here. Exactly. All right. With that said, um, have a great weekend. I bid you. I bid you. <laughs> you know what? That reminds. That takes me back to those twin. Um, those brothers. 
um, on the on Swamp People. <laughs> Glenn and Mitchell. Yeah, that, yeah. Polly Bottom, Polly France Fru, or Polly <laughs> whatever the French. Blue. <laughs> Watch Swamp People, everybody. You'll get the jokes. It's really good. It's on YouTube. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.